Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. This is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. This is the Weekend Update, and this is from Decrypt Media. Let's get into those crypto prices. Bitcoin is sitting at $49,160, up around 3% in 24 Ethereum, $3,280, up about a percent. Cardano is in the number three spot at $2.46, down about 4.5%. Binance Coins in the number four spot at $456, up around 5%. And Teller's in the number five spot. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Dogecoin, Polkadot, USDC, and Solana. Total market cap we're at $2.1 trillion, a BTC dominance of 43.9%, and an F dominance of 18.3%. Big mover today, Solana. Solana's at 76.77, up around 6.5% in 24, a 24-hour high of 81.81. And that, my friends, is an all-time high. You want to know what its all-time low was? <laughs> you want to talk about kicking yourself for not buying a crap ton of Solana? It was 50 cents. A year ago, in May, May 11th, 2020, all-time low, 50 cents. It's 81.81 today, up 15,000%. $100,000 in Solana would have, oh my goodness, $15 million or something like that? Yowzers, yowzers, yowzers. Anyway, it's a big mover. Our coin of the day today is Synthetix. Synthetix is trading at $13.86, up around 10% in 24. It's ranked at number 71 on coin market cap of all coins. But before you go out and start FOMOing into Synthetix saying, oh my God, it's up uh, 10% and it's going to moon, everything's moving in the space. So Synthetix is just following the crowd. Its total market cap is at $1.5 billion. Its fully diluted market cap is $3 billion. It has a pretty good 24-hour volume of about $300 million. Its circulating supply is about 114 million coins, and its max supply is about double that. So half of the supply is in uh, circulation right now, and you're going to have to double the market cap to continue this price. So what is Synthetix? Synthetix is a decentralized, why does coin mac Coin market cap really sucks for these days, by the way. The thing that's happening with coin market cap is I look to read more, and basically I'm just reading off coin market cap with this. I'm not like, you know, compiling all kinds of information. So anybody can go look at coin market cap and read the same thing I'm reading with these coins, coin of the days. I'm probably going to do a little more in depth when it goes to their website and stuff like that today. I'm just making it quick. But coin market cap, if you look at read more, if you click read more, it keeps closing no matter what browser you use. If it's uh, Safari or if it's Google Chrome, it keeps closing. So you can't read about the whole coin. And I don't know why. It's just a glitch in uh, on a website which is very bizarre but anyway so what is synthetics synthetics is a decentralized synthetic asset protocol it was originally known as haven when it launched in september of 2017 and synthetic assets or synths are derivatives that provide exposure to real world assets on the ethereum blockchain and this is similar to derivatives in the traditional finance market 
And so I'm looking at their website because I can't, you know, just look at CoinMarketCap because for some reason it just won't do what it's supposed to do. And so I'm on their website and it looks as though you can trade crypto and non-crypto assets uh, when you're talking about Bitcoin, Litecoin, different DeFi projects, but also traditional stocks because they're synths and they're on the blockchain. So you're just basically uh, pegged to the price of these different uh, non-crypto assets. So that's what Synthetic is. Basically, Synthetics is a DeFi protocol that allows you to trade crypto and non-crypto assets. Moving into today's headlines, New York asset management company Newberger Berman, which now controls over $402 billion in private wealth, has earmarked 5% of its commodity strategy fund for investment in Bitcoin projects such as Bitcoin futures and Canadian Bitcoin exchange traded funds, or ETFs. And how much is their commodity strategy fund worth? It's worth $164 million. So 5% of $164 million is not that much. That shows you that big Asset management companies are looking at Bitcoin, but they're not really so comfortable to really invest or risk that much of their customers' money. 5% of 164 isn't that much money in the grand scheme of how much money is out there. It's a lot of money to me. It's a lot of money to you. It's not a lot of money when it comes to the markets. Fund manager AdvisorShares has filed an application for the AdvisorShares Managed Bitcoin ETF, adding its name to a growing list of hopefuls for the first cryptocurrency exchange traded fund in the USA. But this proposal isn't for a pure Bitcoin ETF. It's for a Bitcoin's futures ETF. Future contracts are agreements between buyers and sellers to trade an asset at a predetermined price. And why are they filing for a Bitcoin ETF? Because this month, Gary Gensler, the SEC chair, suggested that Bitcoin futures ETF would have a much easier time getting approved than a Bitcoin ETF. I don't know why that is, but that's what he said. Um, remember, I'm still betting on ARK Invest having the first Bitcoin ETF. And interestingly enough, when he said that Van Eck and ProShares filed both Bitcoin and Ethereum futures ETFs this week, but then Van Eck quickly pulled its proposal. Again, don't know why, but they filed and then they're like, nah, no, no, we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. And finally, BlockFi, and you know, they're having kind of like regulatory issues. Are they a security? Are they not a security? People are, you know, suing them in different states or actually different states, you know, regulators are suing BlockFi. And BlockFi are trying to maybe soften everything a little bit. And so they're going to go the FTX route. You know, FTX, they made lots of deals with sports teams or arenas and so on and so forth. You know, they're getting their name out there and putting money into the ecosystems of certain states. And so, and this is how I'm looking at it. The states are looking at FTX as a cash cow. They're like, oh, why would we want to sue FTX for doing what they're doing and, you know, their business? If they're putting so much money into our stadiums or communities or our sports teams or, you know, whatever. So BlockFi is going to try to do the same thing. So BlockFi has signed a deal with top NBA draft pick Cade Cunningham to try to soften everything, try to get their name out there, to try to say, hey, we're putting money into the system. However, I think that this is kind of like an isolated incident. Why are they just picking one person? They should have picked like a sports team or a, I don't know, a league, you know, like the NBA or the NFL or maybe F1 or NASCAR or something, but they're just picking one person. Maybe they're just trying to figure out how all of this works, but BlockFi is looking to be putting money into the ecosystem of the U.S. economy to try to soften regulators so they can go, hey, why kill this cash cow? Give us money. And FTX, well, they are the golden calf that keeps on golden calfing, I guess. Is that how it goes? I'm not too sure. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.